0: Full Scope, Human Longevity and Performance Podcast. We want you to become the most exceptional, high-performing version of yourself. And to facilitate this, we are giving away the Longevity Fundamentals Handbook absolutely free. This is a tremendous resource that will tell you the lifestyle behaviors and mindset that will lead to the best outcomes and longevity. To get this, go to our website, wondermedicine.com or fullscope.org, put in your email, and we will send you this amazing resource, the Longevity Fundamentals Handbook. Dia de los Muertos and Longevity. The Day of the Dead. What can the dead and this Mexican cultural holiday teach us about longevity? Is there more to the story than candy, spooky witches, monsters, tricks, and treats? Let's find out. All right, what is Day of the Dead, or Dia de los Muertos? It's a holiday, most often celebrated November 1st and 2nd, its strongest traditions and ties are to the Mexican culture. On Dia de los Muertos, people remember and honor their past loved ones. Representations of human skulls, marigold flowers, home altars with pictures of past loved ones, pan de muertos, or the sharing of alimentación or nourishment, are the hallmarks of this day. The roots of Dia de los Muertos are debated, but this tradition may date back to Aztec society. Dia de los Muertos brings families and communities together, celebrates life and death. I encourage you to celebrate this magical holiday, Dia de los Muertos, along with all the fun and spookiness of Halloween. And depending on your beliefs, along with Christian traditions of All Hallows' Eve, or All Saints Day and All Souls Day. All Saints Day actually, or All Souls Day rather, actually has similar a similar message to Dia de los Muertos, but in my experience isn't practiced in the same way, and I think it probably should be. All right, so who are the Aztecs? Aztecs were a gritty, vibrant, and morbid society that flourished in the lands of modern-day Mexico for several hundred years, possibly longer, prior to the arrival of Spanish conquistadors in the 14th and 15th centuries. This culture is remembered mostly by its 365-day solar calendar. They nailed it. Astronomy, mathematics, architecture, art culture, and equal rights for men and women. But... Aztecs had a dark side too, a scary, spooky side, human sacrifice. In some reports, as many as 80,000 people were sacrificed for the reconsecration of the Great Pyramid of Tenochtitlan in 1487. I have felt the bad blood when visiting some of these ancient sacrificial ruins. It's a visceral feeling. Sadly, there may have been some cannibalism involved, too. But part of the philosophy behind human and animal sacrifice was actually to create life. I know this was uh, distorted, especially in our modern times, thinking about this in that way. But Aztecs did understand that death is part of creation and is required for life to continue. As such... It appears that Aztecs did not fear death in the way that modern people do. So, let's run with this last part and leave the human sacrifice and cannibalism behind. Pew! Like the Aztecs, you should not fear death either. Live your life. Shakespeare from Julius Caesar. Cowards die many times before their deaths. The valiant tastes death but once. I'll repeat that. Cowards die many times before their deaths. The valiant never tastes death but once. I love this quote. And essentially, it means that cowards, when they avoid situations, they avoid living, are essentially dying multiple times throughout their life. Whereas the brave, the valiant, who do things, take the challenge, live their life, only die once. I'm not saying take stupid risks. I'm saying live your life, take calculated risks, challenge yourself, and accept failure as a necessary part of learning and live. In longevity, even though we train to avert death, you should always focus on life. Almost every great human accomplishment has been built on death. Think about it. Democracy. So many people died to get that. The colonization of the world. Think about how many humans must have died walking across the globe and in, to inhabit every part of it except Antarctica until more recently. Aviation. Nuclear fusion. Some things more so than other, of course. We've got some deaths upcoming, too. We've got more challenges. For instance, humans' upcoming colonization of the solar system will lead to many deaths. Those humans that have and continue to push the damp boundaries who died will not have sacrificed in vain. In fact, just the opposite. So, what about the Day of the Dead? Why is remembering our past loved ones a good exercise for our own longevity journey? Well, the developed world's increasing trend of longer lifespans and shorter health spans is eroding our memories of loved ones and the perception of the elderly in general. People are, at least until the last few years, living longer. We have expanded our lifespan over 30 years on average over the last hundred years. But our health spans the amount of the time we're alive where we're healthy and able to do the things we want to do is shortening. So we are having a contract, a, a prolonged period at the end of our lives where we are not well. We want to remember our loved ones as their best self. But this can be extremely challenging when the last one to two decades, not one to two years, people, one to two decades of their life were catastrophic marked by debility, failing minds, dementia, unkind things said and done. Basically, these people become uh, not themselves, and they do awful bad things, and burdening the rest of the family. These memories bring pain, and they cloud our memories of the good times we had with those loved ones. This multi-decade Period of debility and failing health is a dark path for you and your loved ones. Sadly, in 2023, most people are on this dark and scary path of having decades of horrible health at the end of life. Change your course now. Pew. There is a better way. Personally, I never want to burden my family or be remembered for the hardships I caused. When my body and brain fail, I will essentially essentially be already dead anyway. By seeking longevity, we first aim for the extension of health span. We want to extend the amount of time we are healthy. Or more productive years of useful service. Another way to think about health ban is productive years of useful service. More total time is a secondary gain in the longevity game. So living a longer total life is not as important as the number of years you spent healthy, able to be productive, and useful. As stated above, a person that is no longer themselves because of dramatic health decline is in many ways already dead. So, what's the conclusion of all of this? Well, number one, celebrate Dia de los Muertos. Honor and celebrate your past loved ones. L- live life to the fullest. Do not fear death, as it will compromise your ability to celebrate life and live life. Learn to enjoy the painful and, pr- and beautiful process of challenge, failure, and living. Train for longevity. Do not let your family's view of you be tainted by horrible memories from the last 10 to 20 years of your life. Instead, spend these last few decades in a state of health with a clear value structure and a life full of wisdom to pass on. And yes, this is a choice, a choice you must consciously make, with your thoughts and then your actions, and act upon it as soon as possible. Do not wait until it's too late. People and families often pretend that things like debility and dementia arrive suddenly. But this is hardly ever the case. These processes most often started insidiously, quietly, decades before we accepted their presence. Finally, holidays are good for society and community. Show up and celebrate them. It is good practice to remember those people you love that you had a connection with that are dead. Spend time with those people that are alive and commemorate all of that in special days that are holidays and rituals. This is what we talked about the people in the blue zones do. Thank you, Mexico, for this brilliant holiday, Dia de los Muertos. I do love Halloween. Spooky things, dressing up costume parties, and even sometimes candy, but more specifically chocolate. Some of my favorite memories are from Halloween, but Dia de los Muertos has much more meaning. And meaning and purpose are what life is all about. So, celebrate Dia de los Muertos and add its lessons to your longevity toolkit. Pew! As an aside, my kids, my two young boys, are both being alligators for Halloween. My clinic manager, Emily, came up with the brilliant idea that I should be Steve Irwin, the world-renowned conservationist hero that died tragically from a stingray accident. This guy lived in a tragically shortened life, More than the vast majority of people live in their entire life. This Dia de los Muertos, along with my departed loved ones, I celebrate Steve Irwin and everything he stood for. Happy Halloween, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Full Scope podcast and investing in your health. I'm Dr. Bill Ranenberg. If you're enjoying the content, please rate, review, and share this content with all of your friends online and all your social media platforms. Please understand that this podcast is not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure your specific medical condition. This podcast does not create any type of doctor-patient relationship between myself, Dr. Brandenburg, and you, the listener. If you do need help with your life, with your health, with anything regarding your longevity or performance, please check out wondermedicine.com. Our longevity and performance program is the best in the world and is ready to help you right now today. Become the best possible individual you can be. Thanks. Bye-bye.